Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. If money affects your life in any way, Money Making Sense will talk about it. Be financially healthy, wealthy, and wise. Here's your host, Heather Kelly. Welcome to Money Making Sense, the show that talks about all things money. Today, we're going to talk about those holiday scams you may run into or may be a victim of, hopefully not. Joining me today is Christina Miranda. She is with the Federal Trade Commission. She's a senior project manager and consumer education specialist. So welcome to the show, Christina. Thank you. It's great to be here. Now, you're going to help us walk through scams. You know, they're, they're out there all year round. But I think as more people open up their pocketbooks during this time of the year, I think it becomes a bit more frantic for the people who are trying to get your money. Yes, that's that's absolutely correct. I mean, as you said, they're scams all year long, but they seem to get magnified now, especially during the holidays. And one of them happens to be, for example, online shopping. So we want to talk about online shopping and a bunch of other things like gift cards and uh, phishing uh, email scams and also uh, what to do if you are scammed. Okay. Well, let's start with the big one, online shopping. I think especially during the pandemic, I didn't set foot outside even to the grocery store because they just miraculously delivered my food to me. So how do we know if we're being scammed online? Well, that's a really good question. So let me just first start with uh, some of the reports that we get uh, at the FTC. Um, Reports about online shopping issues aren't new for us at the FTC. There are a lot of supply chain issues related to the pandemic, which have made matters a lot worse for people that are doing their online shopping. So if you're spending some of your hard-earned money online, you've got to make sure you know where it's going because it's pretty easy nowadays for scammers to put up uh, fake websites that look a lot like real ones. A scam website might show up, for example, in your search results if you're looking for stuff online, or scammers may send you a phishing email that looks like it came from a company that you know and trust. But then it actually takes you, for example, to a ripoff site. And that's where the scammers will be happy to take your money and leave you with nothing. There are people that have often told us about orders, for example, that have never arrived when they did their online shopping or that they've gotten something other than what was ordered and then struggling to get refunds. I've not been a victim of this, but I have received those emails where I had done a a Google search and then a few days later I get this email like, oh, the item you were looking for, the price has been reduced. But when I looked at the address where the email came from, because it said Apple at, you know, whatever. So first you think, oh, it's Apple. Like, yeah, I was looking at Apple phones. 
but the the after the at part instead of apple at apple inc or you know whatever their address is it was apple at and about 500 different characters after it that made no sense whatsoever and that is like a really big red flag that this did not actually come from apple company yeah, you know, that could be one of the red flags. We always like to say that if you suddenly, out of the blue, get a email, a text, a contact on social media, something from somebody that you don't know or that you're really unfamiliar with, and it has a link connected to it, don't click on that link. It's a trick, usually, because there's a scammer on the other end that all they want to do is steal your personal information and your money. But let me just go back uh, really quick about shopping online in general. Um, when you do shopping online, especially from an unfamiliar retailer, like say, you know, you just received, you know, this, this text or whatever you received from someone unfamiliar, one of the other things you can do is check out the company or product. And that, what I mean by that is search online for the name plus terms like review, complaint, or scam, and just see what other people are saying about it and read the seller's description of any product that, you know, you're, you're looking for really carefully. Uh, if the seller has name brand goods at big discounts, they just might be fake. The other thing is when you're online shopping, really take a hard look at the terms of the sale. That means checking the total price, including taxes, shipping, handling. Take a look at the expected delivery dates, the refund policy, and who pays for return shipping. And also, sometimes I've been surprised with this, if there's a restocking fee. Just make sure they're what you expected. And always, this is a really, I think, probably the number one tip that I can give you is for online shopping is pay by credit card uh, because you'll get protections under federal law so that you don't have to pay for things you ordered but you didn't get if you report them quickly. We have a whole bunch of information online at the, at the FTC at consumer.ftc.gov. And also what I want to get out there too as we'll be talking about this. Anytime you see a fraud or a scam related to, you know, holiday shopping or gift cards or anything like that, we really want to hear about it at the FTC. So the place to report it is reportfraud.ftc.gov. Okay. I love that, and I'm glad we can report that. But what really happens when I report fraud? I mean, does it just go into some great big black hole never to be looked at again? Well, you know, that's a really good question that we get often. So let me let me just back up a second. When you file a complaint and you report a fraud at reportfraud.ftc.gov, it goes into a database for law enforcement across the country. And it goes also to a lot of our investigators at the FTC. No, unfortunately, we cannot respond to every single um, report that we get because we get thousands of them, you know, all year long. Um, but we do have people looking at patterns, looking at individuals, looking at companies, a lot of these complaints behind the scenes in order to build cases against them. And and that's what we do. We have our investigators. Investigators take really hard looks at you know what's going on so that we can construct a case and really go after them and possibly uh, get redress or get money back for consumers. I do also want to go back as well on the online shopping. I know I, I've noticed this several times if I am searching for something like, you know, garage organizers. A list will pop up and it'll have different retailers selling them like Home Depot, Lowe's, 
couple other places. And the range may be anywhere from 300 to maybe 375 for whatever item it is. So you're, you're kind of in the same range, but then there's always that one, but it's selling that product for $50. And I can pretty much guarantee you that that is a scam. Well, you know, it's, it's good that you say that. Um, we like to say, you know, always look for the more, more recognized online shopping experiences. Like go to the people that, go to the stores that you know and that you see because they're going to have good policies for the most part in terms of your shopping experience. If you feel that you're seeing something like, for example, something of a price that's really way too low and it's, it's almost like clickbait. It's like, wow, this is a really great deal. It's a bargain. Yeah, it might end up being that you might be, you know, connected to a scammer who might try to steal your personal information, install malware on your computer, or, you know, just try to trick you out of money. So it really, really pays to check out the company or the product, like what I mentioned before. Uh, again, searching from the online, online for the name, plus terms like review, scam, complaint, and just see what other people are saying about it. And if you have a gut feeling also, you know, just go in another direction, you know, go with a, a brand name that you know, especially a store that you might know. <laughs> okay, we do need to take a break. When we come back, I do want to discuss the gift cards. That's a big one for a lot of scammers. So we'll be right back with Christina Miranda. She's the Senior Project Manager and Consumer Education Specialist with the FTC. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Money Making Sense, the show that if it affects your life in any way money-wise, we're talking about it. And today we're talking about the scams that you may run across as you're doing your holiday shopping. So joining me today is Christina Miranda. She's with the Federal Trade Commission and is a Senior Project Manager and Consumer Education Specialist. Christina, in the last segment, we went over mostly about online shopping and things to be aware of, but also I love that you gave all of the listeners a place to go if you feel that you are a victim of fraud, or even if you're not a victim, you believe there is fraud could potentially happen. And if you could give that address again of where people can go. Of course, yes. So the place to report any fraud or scam that you see is reportfraud.ftc. Dot .gov, that's dot .gov, that's reportfraud.ftc.gov. And like what I mentioned before, we get thousands of fraud reports each year. We cannot respond to every single one of them, but just know that your complaints are helping. You're help, they're helping in your community, they're helping your friends and family because we have investigators and other law enforcement across the country taking a look at these complaints of where they're coming from and they try to detect patterns or they try to see things that are happening with various companies so that we can build a case to eventually go after them and possibly get money back for consumers. Okay, so a big one that comes up, and again, this is all year round, but I can see it happening a lot more during the holidays, is gift cards. Either someone says, 
you owe us money and you're going to go to jail unless you give us a thousand dollars in gift cards, which is odd. But I can see maybe somebody trying to just sell gift cards somewhere that the gift cards don't actually exist. Yeah, you know, this is a really, really big one. And it bothers me being that I deal with fraud and scams almost every single day. It, this one bothers me the most. So gift cards are one of the most popular ways to give family and friends gifts for the holidays. But they're also a really great way and a favorite way for scammers to steal people's money. And our kind of like slogan for this is always remember that gift cards are for gifts, not for paying someone. Anyone who demands that you pay them with a gift card for any reason whatsoever is always going to be a scammer. No matter what the story is, never pay someone with a gift card. Usually, you know, it's some some people might get a phone call from someone and it's probably maybe like an impersonator or someone pretending to be from the federal government or you owe something, you owe taxes or there's a family emergency that you need to pay for something. And a lot of times um, there'll be these almost like a threat, like veiled threats and act immediately. You need to resolve this problem and pay quickly. You need to pay with gift cards. And the scammer will often stay on the phone with someone telling them to go to the store and buy gift cards, you know, and put money on the gift card. And even as they're, you know, paying for the gift card and they're going through, you know, the cashier checkout, uh, unless the cashier like flags it for them, you know, the scammer's on the phone with them and they're putting money on it and the scammer's gonna ask for a code off of the back of the gift card so that they can just automatically steal money from you. So once again, never ever pay someone that asks you for a gift card payment. It's just, it's just always going to be a scammer. How is it that the scammer is able to talk someone into getting a gift card? Because I would think that would just, in almost anybody's mind, would be a red flag. Again, as you said, gift cards are for gifts. So why am I using a gift card to pay somebody? You know, this is a really great question. It happens to anyone. It's happened to across all educational levels, no matter who you are. Scammers are very convincing. This is what they do. They're professionals at doing this. They'll call, they'll email, send us text messages, just trying to get money or sensitive personal information, you know, and they'll use various tactics to get you on that really high emotional alert. Oh, my goodness, something's really wrong here, and I need to act immediately. You need to stop and take a breath and, and take a step back and say, really? I mean, this feels like an, a tactic. Uh, they might pretend to be someone important. You know, they're calling from a company that you know, or maybe the, the federal government, which the FCC, Social Security Administration, IRS, they'll never call you for anything, especially asking you to pay them for something with a gift card. They're just really, really good at what they do, and, and they're good at, like, just getting deep into the emotions and the psyche of, of someone and creating that sense of urgency that you need to do something now. And like I said, you just need to stop and take a step back, even hang up the phone and not do that. We have a lot of information available at ftc.gov slash gift card. It's all downloadable. You can share it with your friends and family and just help get the word out, you know, that this is something that, that's, that's going on all year long. Um, but it really becomes heightened, I think, uh, over the holidays. How much money would you estimate that scammers are getting from people by using this gift card scam? That's a 
really great question. Uh, before we started um, alerting some of the companies that have issued some of these gift cards as to what was going on, I saw, you know, in some of the complaint data, people used losing thousands of dollars. It can be anywhere from hundreds of dollars to thousands and thousands of dollars uh, in gift cards. Several years ago, I, I think there were there were several people that I saw that, that lost tens of thousands of dollars of, of gift cards. And before, people were really tuning into the fact that this was a huge problem. Um, so that's why it's really, really important to get the word out about gift card uh, scams. You need to really stop and if, some, if you get an unexpected phone call, a text, email or something about something urgent or someone saying that they're from, you know, the federal government or somewhere important saying that you must pay in gift cards, you just got to stop. Let your stress level go down, take a deep breath and step back. It's a scammer. Don't fall for it. In the first segment, you said that if we are shopping online, it's best to use a credit card because if for some reason we did fall prey to a scam and we didn't receive our items, the person just took our money, we could get it back. But if I pay somebody with a credit card, is there any way to get that money back? Well, so what we like to tell people is more than likely you won't get the money back, but if you were scammed by a scammer and you already used a gift card and you kind of like figure out that, oh my goodness, I've just been scammed, the best thing that you can do is right then and there, call the number on the back of that gift card. Call the, the card issuer. You know, it could be Google, Target, Apple, whoever it is, whatever gift card you use. Just call the gift card issuer right away and tell them that that gift card was just used in a scam. And then what you need to do is report it to the FTC, to us, at reportfraud.ftc.gov. But the best thing that you can do is call that card issuer and tell them that that card was used in the scam. They might be able to do something to get the money back, but just know um, probably 99% of the time that money's gone. So just beware and try to uh, detect and avoid certain types of these types of gift card scams as best as you can. And once again, ftc.gov slash gift card is the place where you can see where all this information is so that you can help inform and tell everybody, you know, how to avoid this type of scam. I know there are hundreds and thousands of scams out there, but are there any others, particularly around the holidays, that we should be aware of? Yes, definitely. One of them is like wise giving, charities, crowdfunding. Uh, for example, if you like to donate to charity at the end of the year, you need to make sure that your donations are getting to the places that you need them to go. And what I mean is that um, sometimes, you know, we have big hearts. We, all of us do. We have big hearts and we want to give and we want to give immediately. But there are a lot of fraudsters out there that try to make charity websites that look like the real deal when it isn't or it may be similar to what you think that you're donating to and it's not. Um, so you really need to do a little bit of research if you're going to be donating to a charity this season, this holiday season, or maybe even to a crowdfunding site. So just make sure your donations, your money, is getting to the place that you mean them to go. Uh, one of the top tips that we have is don't be rushed into giving or to donate. Um, yes, it may be the end of the year, but legitimate cha charities will be happy to take your money whenever you choose to give it. Um, but always check out any charity that you're about to donate to before you give. Um, this is especially because scammers love to use names like what I was talking about that sound like 
real charities you've heard of. Uh, use one of the charities, use one of the organizations listed at, for example, ftc.gov slash charity uh, to help you research the charity you're thinking about supporting. And if it's a crowdfunding request, the safest way to donate is to campaigns organized by people that you actually know. And then, once again, just beware if anyone tells you to pay in cash or, again, with that gift card that we were just talking about, or if someone asks you to wire them money using a company like MoneyGram or Western Union, just stop. That's how scammers ask you to pay. And once again, report any fraud you know uh, associated with charities or crowdfunding at reportfraud.ftc.gov. All right. Thank you so much, Christina Miranda. Again, you are the Senior Project Manager and a Consumer Education Specialist at the FTC, and you've helped us walk through a few of the scams because there are hundreds out there, but definitely ones to be on the lookout for during the holiday season. Definitely. It's been a pleasure talking with you all. Thanks for listening. You can email me with any questions or topics you want to hear about at hkelly at ksl.com. That's h-k-e-l-l-y at ksl.com. And because this is Money Making Sense, you can subscribe for free on Spotify, Overcast, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast, and you'll never miss another episode. Thanks for being a Money Making Sense listener. Follow your common sense on the social media, Money Making Sense, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.